Unbound Theatre presents Sounds and Sweet Airs, the complete works of William Shakespeare. Timon of Athens, Act 3. Flaminius, sir, a word. Pray, is my lady ready to come forth? No, indeed, she is not. We attend her ladyship. Pray signify so much. I need not tell her that. She knows you are too diligent. Ha! Is that not her steward muffled so? She goes away in a cloud. Call her. Call her. Do you hear, madam? By all leave, madam. What do you ask of me, my friend? We wait for certain money here. Aye, if money were as certain as you're waiting, to assure enough. Why then preferred you not your sums and bills when your false masters eat out of my lady's meat? Then they could smile and fawn upon her debts and take down the interest into their gluttonous moors. You do yourselves but wrong to stir me up. Let me pass quietly. Believe it, my lady and I have made an end. I have no more to reckon, she to spend. Aye, but this answer will not serve. If it will not serve, tis not so base as you, for you serve knaves. Well, what does her cashiered worship mutter? No matter what, she's poor, and that's revenge enough. Oh, here's Sevilla. Now we shall know some answer. If I might beseech you, gentlemen, to repair some other hour, I should derive much from, to betake it of my soul, my lady leans wondrously to discontent. Her comfortable temper has forsook her. She's much out of health and keeps her chamber. Many do keep the chambers are not sick. And if it be so far beyond her health, methinks she should the sooner pay her debts and make a clear way to the gods. Good gods. We cannot take this for answer. Sir Villia, help! My lady, my lady! My lady, here is my bill. Here's mine. And mine, my lady. Knock me down with them, cleave me to the girdle. Alas, my lady. Cut my heart in sums. Mine, fifty talents. Tell out my blood. Five thousand crowns, my lady. Five thousand drops pays that. What yours? And yours? My lady. My lady. Tear me, take me, and the gods fall upon you. They have even put my breath from me, the slaves. Creditors? Devils. My dear lady. What if it should be so? My lady. I'll have it so. My steward. Here, my lady. So fitly? Go bid all my friends again. Lucia, Lucullus, and Sempronia, I'll once more feast the rascals. Oh, my lady, you only speak from your distracted soul. There is not so much left to furnish out even a moderate table. Be it not in thy care. Go, I charge thee, invite them all. Let in the tide of knaves once more. My cook and I'll provide. My lord, you have my voice to it. The fault's bloody. Tis necessary he should die. Nothing emboldens sin so much as mercy. Most true. The law shall bruise him. Honour, health, and compassion to the Senate. Now, Captain. I am an humble suitor to your virtues, for pity is the virtue of the law, and none but tyrants use it cruelly. 
It pleases time and fortune to lie heavy upon a friend of mine, who, in hot blood, hath stepped into the law, which is past depth to those that, without heed, do plunge into it. He is a man, setting his fate aside, of comely virtues. Nor did he soil the fact with cowardice, an honour in him which buys out his fault, but with a noble fury and fair spirit, seeing his reputation touched to death he did oppose his foe, and with such sober and unnoted passion he did behave his anger ere twas spent, as if he had but proved an argument. You undergo too strict a paradox, striving to make an ugly deed look fair. Your words have took such pains, as if they laboured to bring manslaughter into form, and set quarrelling upon the head of valour, which indeed is valour misbegot, and come into the world when sects and factions were newly born. He's truly valiant that can wisely suffer the worst that man can breathe, and make his wrongs his outsides, to wear them like his raiment, carelessly, and ne'er prefer his injuries to his heart to bring it into danger. If wrongs be evils and enforce us kill, what folly tis to hazard life for ill? <laughs> My lady... You cannot make gross sins look clear. To revenge is no valour but to bear. Then, under favour, pardon me if I speak like a captain. Why do fond men expose themselves to battle and not endure all threats? Sleep on't and let the foes quietly cut their throats without repugnancy. If there be such valour in the bearing, what make we abroad? Why, then, women are more valiant that stay at home, if bearing carry it, and the ass more captain than the lion, the felon loaden with irons wiser than the judge, if wisdom be in suffering? O senators, as you are great, be pitifully good, who cannot condemn rashness in cold blood. To kill, I grant, is sin's extremest gust, but in defence, by mercy, tis most just. To be in anger is impiety, but who is man that is not angry? Weigh but the crime with this. You breathe in vain. In vain. His service done at Lacedaemon and Byzantium were a sufficient briber for his life. What's that? I say, senators, he has done fair service, and slain in fight many of your enemies. How full of valour did he bear himself in the last conflict, and made plenteous wounds. He has made too much plenty with them. He's a sworn writer. He has a sin that often drowns him, and takes his valour prisoner. If there are no foes that were enough to overcome him in that beastly fury... He has been known to commit outrages and cherished factions. Tis inferred to us. His days are foul and his drink dangerous. He dies. Hard fate. He may have died in war. Senators, if not for any parts in him, though his right arm might purchase his own time and be in debt to none, yet more to move you, take my deserts to his and join them both. And for I know your reverend ages love security, I'll pawn my victories, all my honours to you, upon his good returns. If by this crime he owes the law his life, why let the war receive it in valiant gore, for law is strict and war is nothing more. We are for law, he dies. Urge it no more on height of our displeasure. Friend or brother, he forfeits his own blood that spills another. Must it be so? It must not be. Senators, I do beseech you, know me. How? Call me to your remembrances. What? I cannot think, but your age has forgot me. 
It could not else be. I should prove so base to sue and be denied such common grace. My wounds ache at you. Do you dare our anger? Tis in few words, but spacious in effect. We banish thee forever. Banish me? <laughs> banish your dotage. Banish usury that makes the Senate ugly. If, after two days shine, Athens contain thee, attend our weightier judgment. And not to swell our spirit, he shall be executed presently. Now the gods keep you old enough that you may live only in bone that none may look on you. I'm worse than mad. I have kept back their foes, while they have told their money and let out their coin upon large interest. I myself rich only in large hurts. All those for this? Is this the balsam that the usuring senate pours into captain's wounds? Banishment? It comes not ill. I hate not to be banished. It is a cause worthy my spleen and fury that I may strike at Athens. I'll cheer up my discontented troops and lay for hearts. Tis honour with most lands to be at odds. Soldiers should brook as little wrongs as gods. to you, sir. I also wish it to you. I think this honourable lady did but try us the other day. Upon that were my thoughts tiring. When we encountered, I hope it is not so low with her that she made it seem in the trial of her several friends. It should not be, by the persuasion of her new feasting. I should think so. She has sent me an earnest inviting, which many my near occasions did urge me to put off. But she has conjured me beyond them, and I must needs appear. In like manner was I in debt to my importunate business. But she would not hear my excuse. I am sorry when she sent to borrow me that my provision was out. I am sick of that grief too, as I understand how all things go. Every man hears so. What would she have borrowed of you? A thousand pieces. A thousand pieces? What of you? She sent to me, madam. Here she comes. With all my heart, gentles both. And how fare you? Ever at the best, hearing well of your ladyship. The swallow follows not some more willing than we, your ladyship. Nor more willingly leaves winter, such summer birds are men. Friends, our dinner will not recompense this long stay. Feast your ears with the music a while. If thy will fare so harshly over the trumpet's sound, we shall to it presently. I hope it remains not unkindly with your ladyship that I return to you an empty messenger. Oh, madam, let it not trouble you. My noble lady. Ah, uh, my good friends, what cheer? My most honourable lady, I'm e'en sick of shame that when your ladyship this other day sent to me, I was so unfortunate a beggar. Think not on it, sir. You had sent but two hours before. Let it not cumber your better remembrance. Come, bring it all together. All covered dishes. Royal cheer, I warrant you. Doubt not that, if money and the season can yield it. How do you? What's the news? Alcibiades is banished. Hear you of it? Alcibiades banished? It is so. Be sure of it. How? How? I pray you, upon what? My worthy friends, will you draw near? I'll tell you more anon. Here's a noble feast toward. This is the old woman still. Will it hold? Will it hold? It does. But time will, and, and so... I do conceive. 
each to their stool, with that spur as they would to the lip of their mistress. Your diet shall be in all places alike. Make not a city feast of it, to let the meat cool, ere we can agree upon the first place. Sit, sit. The gods require our thanks. You great benefactors, sprinkle our society with thankfulness. For your own gifts, make yourselves praised, but reserve still to give, lest your deities be despised. Lend to each enough that one need not lend to another. For were your godheads to borrow of men, men would forsake the gods. Let no assembly of twenty be without a score of villains. The rest of your fees, O oh gods, what is amiss in them, you gods, make suitable for destruction. For these, my present friends, as they are to me nothing, so in nothing bless them, and to nothing are they welcome. Uncover dogs and lap. What does her ladyship mean? I know not. May you a better feast never behold, you not of mouth fiends. Smoke and lukewarm water is your perfection. This is Tymon's last, who stuck and spangled with your flatteries, washes it off and sprinkles in your faces your reeking villainy. Live loathed and long, most smiling, smooth, detested parasites. Courteous destroyers, affable wolves, meek bears. You fools of fortune, trencher friends. Times flies, calf and knee slaves, vapors and minute jacks. Of man and beast, the infinite malady crust you quite over. What dost thou go? Soft, take thy physic first. Thou too, and thou. Stay, I will lend thee money, borrow none. What, all in motion? Henceforth be no feast, whereat a villain's not a welcome guest. Burn house, sink Athens. Henceforth hated be of time and man and all humanity. Matrons turn incontinent, obedience fail in children. Slaves and fools pluck the grave wrinkled senate from the bench and minister in their steads. To general filths convert of the instant green virginity. Do it in your parents' eyes. Bankrupts, hold fast. Rather than render back out with your knives and cut your trusters' throats. Bound servants steal. Large-handed robbers your grave masters are and pill by law. Made to thy master's bed, thy mistresses owe the brothel. Son of sixteen, pluck the lined crutch from thy old limping sire. With it beat out his brains. Piety and fear, religion to the gods, peace, justice, truth, domestic awe, night rest and neighborhood, instructions, manners, mysteries and trades, degrees, observances, customs and laws. Decline to your confounding contraries and let confusion live. Legs incident to men, your potent and infectious fevers heap on Athens, ripe for stroke. Thou cold sciatica, cripple our senators, that their limbs may halt as lamely as their manners. Lust and liberty creep in the minds and marrows of our youth, that gainst the stream of virtue they may strive and drown themselves in riot. Itches, blains, so all the Athenian bosoms and their crop be general leprosy. Breath, infect breath at their society, as their friendship may merely poison. Nothing I'll bear from thee but nakedness, thou detestable town. Take thou that too with multiplying bands. Timon will to the woods, where she shall find the unkindest beast more kinder than mankind. 
the gods confound. Hear me, you good gods all, the Athenians both within and out that wall, and grant as Timon grows her hate may grow to the whole race of mankind, high and low. Timon of Athens was written by William Shakespeare. It starred Amber Kendrick as Timon, David Alt as Alcibiades, Mary Hall as Flavia, Stephen J. Davis as Flaminius, Stephanie Hull as Sevilia, Andrew Faber as Lucullus, Sarah Jane Wellington as Sempronia, Hannah Rogers as Lucia, Christine Garvey as the first senator, Andrew Richards as the second senator, Robert Aldington as Capis, Erica Sanderson as Varro, and Gareth Johnson as Titus. Title music was by Etienne Roussel, additional music by Epidemic Sound, and sound recording by Gareth Johnson. It was produced and directed by Dario Knight for Unbound. Thank you.